Welcome back to the Medical Illustration Podcast. This is your host, Paul Kelly. In this episode, I'm going to report on the recent annual conference of the Association of Medical Illustrators that took place last week in Des Moines, Iowa. This was the first in-person meeting since the COVID-19 pandemic, so it was a highly anticipated event, especially by yours truly. I love going to AMI conferences. I think at this point I've been to half a dozen or so, and it's always an invigorating and inspiring experience. At every conference, I've managed to make some new friends and learn some new techniques that help me in my professional work. I've always picked up some new knowledge about biology and medicine and sharpened my business game as well. Now, in preparation for this podcast, I occasionally would break off and record a little tidbit on my phone. Not all of those were usable, but I thought it might be fun to share one or two of those little tidbits. So here's uh, one of my live audio notes from the conference. I love talking to people in person at the meeting, and I love crossing paths with folks from like all these different parts of the industry. And I have to say, I was beaming with pride seeing all these students and knowing what their work has been looking like and progressing by following them on social media. I have to give a huge shout out to the students for really rocking that social media game and coming correct. I was proud to find myself amongst them, to just be amongst these people. I mean, the students and all the legends in the field in the same room. I mean, you got the brand new, fresh, mint off the press generation of medical art and scientific artists mingling with the legends in the field, the trailblazers. It's such an incredible experience. The first day of the conference was for me on Wednesday, July 20th. The conference officially began on Thursday, the 21st, but I came a day early for a workshop at the Human Gross Anatomy and Comparative Vertebrate Anatomy Labs at Iowa State University's College of Veterinary Medicine. This was a technically a half-day workshop, but it felt like a full day for me, checking out cadaver dissections and prosected animal specimens. There were so many cool things to draw. I ended up focusing on a few different animal skulls. I, I love drawing different animal skulls. It's something I'm really happy to see that I've gotten better at over the years. And so if you check out my Instagram, you can see uh, some of the sketches I did. After we got back from the lab, I had some time to socialize a bit with some of the other early arrivals and get settled in my hotel room. This included a trek into downtown Des Moines to scope out the bar and the restaurant scene and stop by a convenience store for some room snacks. This is probably one of my key tips for attending conferences. The first day you're there, try to get a lay of the land, know what's nearby, because everyone else is going to arrive and people are going to be like, well, what should we do tonight? And so it's great to be able to throw out a few options. But having some room snacks Dude, purchasing snacks in a hotel is always going to be more expensive, so do yourself a favor. Go buy some room snacks and drinks for the mini-fridge. Now, the official day one of the conference was Thursday, July 21st. This kicked off with a president's address given by Nick Woolridge, which focused on language, design, and empathy. Nick delivered a fantastic presentation, diving into each one of these themes, encouraging attendees to consider them when crafting their personal statements for their websites and social media bios. The keynote speaker on day one was Steve Spaz Williams, who is a living legend in the cinematic visual effects industry for his work on pivotal films such as Jurassic Park and Terminator 2. It was a real joy to see Spaz take us through a behind-the-scenes journey into the production of visual effects from these films and break down how they constructed some of the most iconic shots in special effects history. 
This was then followed by a presentation by Dr. Narusha Lachman, full professor of anatomy, full professor of medical education, and chair of the Department of Surgery, Division of Plastic Surgery at Mayo Clinic. What she presented was how the cadaver lab at Mayo had to pivot their teaching approach in response to the pandemic, but in so doing, really made lemonade out of lemons. Even though we see a plethora of digital alternatives to learning human anatomy, the cadaver remains the gold standard for authentic visualization and anatomical context. So their multidisciplinary team of experiential learning strategists, data capture experts, anatomy professors, and clinicians integrated live streaming video presentations of cadaver dissections with live Q&A, live chats, and took this material beyond just the recorded lectures, but into a complete educational experience. This was a great presentation and definitely well-received by all attendees. Some of the following talks on day one included a look at the regenerative capacity in animals. Dr. Alejandro Sanchez Alvarado discussed studies of animal species that can regrow amputated limbs or grow back half their body even after getting cut in half and how the lessons learned from these studies could potentially be used for therapeutic benefits in humans. Dr. Melissa Carroll presented on the history of medical illustration in terms of its social and educational context and analysis of visual diversity in skin tone, ability, and age within anatomical atlases over time. The need for greater diversity in human figures within medical illustrations has been a hot topic for many years in our industry and something that AMI has made sure to include in the conference programs because it persists to this day. Throughout the day, many attendees were found perusing the physical salon gallery. Every year at the annual meeting, we'll have a gallery of submitted works on display for everyone to look at and awards are given out in various categories. Even though so much of what we do ends up on screens, there's special considerations for print that we all have to know about, like color space and resolution, and print is still something we all get requests for. It's just a different experience to see work in a physical form, and it's a really great way to converse with your colleagues because people you've never met can gather around something and have a common focal point to start a conversation over. There's something magical to seeing work in person, and I don't think that's ever going to go away. Friday, July 22nd, kicked off day two of the conference with a presentation from Dr. Tony Winehouse, director for the program in human anatomy at the University of Minnesota on medical entomology, which is the study of the origin of words. This is something I've long been an advocate for. In medical science, there's so many long multi-syllable words based on Latin or Greek that the average person just doesn't encounter anywhere else. And I wouldn't be alone in arguing that this can make medical and scientific information less accessible to most people. A perfect example from the work I've done in liver surgery, the term hepatectomy is a surgical procedure that means to cut or split a liver, and it's based on both Latin and Greek. The Latin hepaticus, meaning liver, and the Greek ectome, to remove. Breaking down the origin of these words was something I did a lot in my undergraduate and graduate education, and I still do. I think this is really helpful for patient education, so whenever there's an opportunity, I try to advocate for it. Next up was an always critical topic for medical and scientific illustrators, which is protecting your work legally from infringement and staying up to date on copyright law to do so. Copyright attorney Ed Greenberg gave this presentation where he shared several helpful tips and also helped teach the audience how a lawyer is going to think about a case and what sorts of considerations they make. This is an area of our field and practice I definitely need to do a full episode on in the future, 
But until then, a few golden nuggets of advice from this talk included never discuss a case, especially on social media. Anything you say can and will be used against you. Along those same lines, don't send a bill. Just don't even contact the infringer, period. Contact a lawyer first. A good lawyer, just like a good doctor, will tell you if they don't know, they'll tell you. I don't know, but I'll find out for you. So these are just a, a few of the points Mr. Greenberg went over. The talk was uh, one of several during the whole conference that touched on the business elements of medical illustration work and is a great reason to attend the meetings because here you can get refreshers on things you haven't read up on in a while. Uh, but more importantly, you learn about stuff you didn't know you didn't know. Uh, there's so much to learn about marketing, administration, legally protecting your IP, and the AMI does a great job of giving you a crash course in business knowledge every year at the conference. Now, from this point, a lot of the talks broke off into concurrent sessions, which unfortunately I wasn't able to attend all of them, uh, but I'm going to give you a rundown of, of all the talks that were available so that you get a sense of what the meeting was covering, You know, what kind of things you could uh, jump into and, and learn about. So this is a quick list of the rest of the talks from Friday. There was Efficient Rigging and Animation Techniques in Cinema 4D by Jack Nelson, Trusted and Accurate Health Education with a Diversity, Equity, and Inclusiveness Perspective by Dr. Sandha Pruthi. Uh, my apologies if I mispronounce any of these names. Molecular MoGraph with Veronica Falconeri-Hayes. The Vesalius Trust Student Showcase. The Vesalius Trust is a nonprofit organization within the AMI that sponsors students. And so they have uh, several students who have received grants or scholarships show off their work and their master's research projects. Not a Horror Show, The Power of Non-Gory Med-Legal Visuals by Stephen Mater of Artery Studio. Drawn Solo, Breaking into Science, Art, and Building Your Business by my previous podcast guest, Mesa Schumacher. We chatted a bit in a salon. It was great to catch up. There was a special sponsor presentation on using the P-Motion animation tools in C4D by Eric Small. Eric is at Mad Micro, which is a company worth checking out. We had a chance to chat one night at the conference, and we were just geeking out on 3D software and CG art. Eric definitely knows his stuff. The Convergence of Radiologic Data, 3D Printing, Medical Illustration, and Advanced Visualization by Dr. Jonathan Morris. Market Review and Outlook with Matthew Ochoa and Carolyn Zleiflick. And throughout all of this, we also had an interactive expo with various salon entrants and a tech showcase concurrently held in several rooms. The tech showcase included Conductor, Affordable Cloud-Based Rendering with Molly Hutner, Protein Imager, an easy alternative to Chimera, Pymol, and VMD by Martina Maritan, Gaining Confidence with Pen and Ink with Tim Phelps, this was really fun. Tim had a whole array of examples laid out, and it was really just a casual sit down and sketch and talk about drawing. Tim teaches at the Johns Hopkins program, and if you follow him on social media, you can see these incredible mandala designs that he's been doing over the years. It's really beautiful stuff. Beyond 3D printing volumes to create full-size figures, a hobbyist approach by Jason Robinson. Molecular structural data for illustrations and animations by Dr. Derek Ng. Photoshop and Illustrator with Jenny Fairman. HXVR app demo in the Meta Quest App Lab with Rick Gersony. Virtual Reality for the Beginner Curious by Wes Price, who was also kind enough to show me this even after the tech showcase was over. What a great guy. Digital Puppetry, 
rigging and animation in Cinema 4D with Jack Nelson. And special effects in the hospital, realistic medical simulation from radiology imaging, 3D printing, and traditional special effects artistry by Christian Hansen. So that was all the tech showcase presentations. Can you imagine having to pick from those? I mean, it's it's always a challenge every year, but it's also really easy to kind of bounce back and forth between them because they're usually just sort of like a, a looping demo that each of these folks are doing. So you, you can bounce between rooms. It's cool. All right, so back to the scheduled concurrent talks. We had financial wellness with Brad Brown, craniopagus twin separation guided by novel virtual and physical pre-surgical simulation by Dr. Sarah Chen. Craniopagus twins being conjoined twins that are fused at the cranium. So as you might imagine, this calls for some pretty advanced surgical techniques. Over the horizon, a look at what's coming by Jeanette Little. A panel discussion on understanding risk that impacts your business, your employees, and your family through financial risk avoidance, reduction, acceptance, and transfer with Brad Brown, Rick Cordaro, Patty Bell, and Matt Roberts. Producing real-time ready models for anatomy education with Andrew Swift. This was really cool to have Andrew walk us through some of his ZBrush workflow as well as some of his project management techniques and project organization tips. We also had... Biorhythm Drawings, the cultivation of expressive line with inspirations from Renice Crosby and Dr. Betty Edwards. If you don't know who Dr. Betty Edwards is, she's the author of Drawing on the Right Side of the Brain, which is an amazing book, especially for folks just trying to get into art or trying to revitalize the creativity in their artwork. Uh, and this was a presentation by Sarah Ferris. Why Planning for Retirement Needs to Start Now and How to Do It by Brad Brown and Jackson Poynton. Man, Brad Brown was all over the place at this conference. How many presentations does this guy give? This is impressive. Why Everyone Should Volunteer with the AMI by Melanie Connolly. Melanie has been an AMI volunteer for years, and she's made a lot of contributions to the community, including this one article I'm always forwarding to people on free medical imaging apps. I think a lot of what's in that article is still relevant, so I'll be sure to include a link for that. Thanks again to Melanie for writing that up. And finally, honoring Gary P. Lees, a portrait unveiling. This was to honor the longtime director of the Art as Applied to Medicine program at Johns Hopkins with a beautiful oil portrait done by David Reaney. They also had a massive data visualization poster across the wall that chronicled the past and present directors of the Hopkins program and all the students who attended the program under each director. That was super cool to see. All right, so day three, Saturday, July 23rd, kicked off with a remote presentation by biomolecular researcher and animator Drew Barry, who unfortunately couldn't make it from his home base in Australia due to travel restrictions, but nevertheless, he gave a great presentation on how to stop your molecules looking like they know where they are going, the problem of agency in molecular animation. Drew uses Autodesk Maya for his animation work, so a lot of his techniques are derived from the tools within that software. If you've never seen Drew's work before, definitely got to check it out. It's really incredible stuff. So again, I'll just give a rundown from the talks on this day. It's going to be a bit too hectic to give a full response to each one. And many of these were concurrent talks, so I wasn't able to attend all of them. But here's what was on the program for the final day. Creating and diversifying trainers and consumables in medical simulation by Elizabeth Weisbrod. Diversity in Medical Illustration and Its Impact by Regan Stevens. From Employee to Self-Employed, Lessons from Launching a Solo Medical Illustration Business by Veronica Falconeri-Hayes. 
Stem Cells and Bioengineering for Development of Brain Repair Strategies by Dr. Donald Sakuguchi. Influx, Creating a Game-Based Learning Tool for Optimizing Intra-Hospital Disaster Response by Noel Burgess. Contracts, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly by Bill Westwood. This was a great one. Laboratory Simulations and Tools for Assessing Tornado and Other Windstorm Hazards to Civil Structures by Dr. Partha Sarkar. Forensic Identification by Dr. Joshua Ackers. Lessons Learned in Creating Educational Models for Plastic Surgery Training by Julia Lerner. Leveraging the Medical Illustrator's Skill Set to Develop Novel Solutions in Different Fields by David Kilpack. The Secrets to Creative Success. Learning to Critique by Brandon Plesch. A special sponsored presentation, Modeling Demyelination in ZBrush with Andrew Swift. Copyright and Rights Management at Universities and Institutions with Elizabeth Weisbrod, Brittany Bennett, Jennifer Fairman, and Wes Price. And then Bearing Witness to the Singularity, Trends at the Cutting Edge of Biomedical Innovation with Cameron Sladen of Microverse Studios. Cultural Diversity in the Global Understanding of Copyright with Peg Garrity, Marcella Oliver, and Nancy G. Animation vs. Images for Learning Abstract Concepts, Does Modality Matter? A Case Study in MRI Physics by Jeff Day. Empowering the Next Generation of Science Communicators, Promoting Diversity and Setting Up Your Internship for Success by Chinami Michaels. Mapping the Human Body at Single Cell Resolution. Developing the Human Reference Atlas with Rachel Bajema, Heidi Schleichlein, and Kristen Brown. Exploring the use of VR to improve learning outcomes for complex anatomical subject matter with Craig Foster and Jesse O'Brien. Exploring new technologies in the NIAID Biovisualization Lab with Kristen Brown. Special shout out to Kristen for giving back-to-back presentations, by the way. And finally, Shoestrings and Shiny Things, Methods for Creating Surgical Simulation Models by Amanda Bear. The conference was then concluded with a Bon Voyage party held at the nearby Iowa Science Center, where a crowd of visual scientists ventured through a children's science museum and hilarity ensued. It was a great time. I know I had a blast. I think that sentiment was shared by all the attendees, and the meeting will only continue to educate and thrill medical illustrators for years to come. I'm going to wrap up this episode with a special shout out to the event sponsors. The annual meeting couldn't take place without our meeting sponsors. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. And please leave a comment. Let me know what you think about uh, this episode. Let me know what you think about the podcast in general. Uh, Definitely comment on social media, wherever you see this posted. Uh, Just reach out. You know, the more activity and conversation that we can uh, conjure up about each of these episodes, the more I can cater the direction of the podcast in the future towards what people want to hear about. Uh, so let me know, you know, uh, this was a shorter episode. Do you prefer this length? Is this, is this better? Um, you know, do you want to hear more interviews of the interviews I'm doing? Are there specific people or particular areas that you'd like to learn more about? Uh, so let me know. I've already got a couple of new guests coming up. So stay tuned for those. Those are going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay inspired.